Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so once again, I welcome every one of us to church. God is a good God. Amen. Uh, you are glad you had church last week, Sunday? Such a beautiful meeting. And we thank God for it. Amen. Um, so we will continue from where we stopped two Sundays ago, right? Behind the scenes. The resurrection story. Okay? Act 1, part 2. Is this scene, scene 1? Whatever. Okay? So, we're going to God's word now. Listen, everybody. We're going to do plenty Bible today. Okay? If today is your first time of visiting us or it's your second time, okay, I just want to get your mind ready. We, we do a lot of Bible here. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know in a lot of places we are waiting for declarations. I declare you will not be poor again. <laughs> Praise God. Every enemy that is in your father's house, I know if, you, if that's what you are waiting for, no, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the Bible first. Okay? Praise God. Hallelujah. What does the Bible say that we should do to all the enemies that are troubling us in our father's house? Yeah, so, so just pray for them. Huh? Okay? Don't box them. Don't kill, them. Don't kill them. Pray for them. Amen. Ah, no, that other man of God, that's, what he, that's not what he said we should do. He said, yeah, you have to kill first before they kill you. Nobody's going to kill you. Amen. Praise God. You know, that witch that you say is in your village. That is, see, that witch is hungry. Probably that witch is in the farm right now, trying to look for food to eat. Doesn't, so it doesn't have time for you. Praise God. Amen. So relax. Tell your neighbor, Relax. You are in the presence of your Father. Glory to God. You are not only in His presence. Where is He? He's in you. Amen. You brought Him here. So His presence is here because you are here. Glory to God. Glory to God. His presence is here because we are here. Because the Bible says that God is in His temple, isn't it? And it says we are the temple of God. So we brought him here. Praise God. So we want to know more about him. We want to study about him. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this morning's gathering. Thank you for another opportunity to study your word, to learn of you. You said we should learn of you. Jesus said, learn of me. We ask that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will be granted unto us in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of understanding will be enlightened that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of your inheritance of the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe according to the workings of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ Jesus when you raised him from the dead and set him at your right hand in your heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. In the name of Jesus. My tongues are anointed, and I speak right words. I speak of excellent things. 
My tongue is like the pen of a ready writer, writing on the tables of the heart of your people in the name of Jesus. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. There is plain, there is plainness of speech in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name. Jesus is revealed all the more and we get to know more of ourselves in him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so last two weeks ago, we, we, we began to look at the resurrection story and uh, we began to see the reason for the resurrection. We said it's April, Easter, so it's Easter season. Okay, so, uh, 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 so we're talking about the resurrections. Good time to talk about it. And we saw in Hebrews chapter 2, from verse 14 to 15, uh, that Jesus Christ partook of death, okay, so that through death he will be able to destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, okay, and deliver all those who through their lifetime, all their lifetime have been subject to bondage. So we asked the question, why did Jesus Christ die? Was it to appease God? Or was it to make God happy? Was it to, 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 uh, 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 like the way you will sacrifice to an idol so that the idol will not hurt you or so that you know, maybe you know maybe okay they, they say there's no rain okay so let us sacrifice to the god of rain so that the rain he will bring rain send down the rain you know and all that you know is that the reason why is it to appease the anger of god you know and all that so uh, and we saw that no that was not the reason Hallelujah. The reason why Jesus died was to deal with the devil. Amen. He says, uh, he said, he said, he'll be able to deliver all those. Uh, or he said through death, right? He was able to destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. So the reason why Jesus Christ died was to deal with the devil. Praise God. Was to use the devil's weapon against him. Hallelujah. And we're going to see more of it. First John chapter 3 verse 8. For this reason or for this purpose was the Son of God manifest that he might do what? Destroy the works of the devil. So the works of the devil, he said, deliver all those who through the fear of death all their lifetime have been subject to bondage. So humanity was subject to bondage, right? And uh, because of the fear of death, men submitted themselves to the devil, okay? And they were afraid. But Jesus, through his death, when he died, what did he do? He took away our sins, praise God. He took away our sins, nailing it to the cross. So how was, he able to, how was he able to defeat, how was he able to destroy him that had the power of death? Remember, the Bible says that through one man, sin came into the world. Romans chapter 5 verse 12, through one man, sin came into the world and death by sin. So God was not the one that introduced death to the world. Man was the one that introduced death into the world. He said through one man, sin came into the world. So it means that sin was not in the world at the beginning. Okay, And death came by sin. So death accompanied sin. So God was not the author of death, is not the author of death, does not use death. He is not, he, he, he is not a death giver. Well, Job said, how be it wrongly, right? Because of his understanding, he said, oh, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. And we hear it said a lot, you know, in, in some circles. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh. The Lord does not give and take. He is not a wicked God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Men thought that he was the one that gave and take and took. 
right? But uh, thank God, Jesus Christ said, he said, no man has seen the Father at any time, so you cannot, uh, you cannot adequately represent or talk about uh, the person whom you have not seen, whom you don't know his character. So the, the, the prophets of old at that time, uh, they only knew in bits and pieces about God. So it was not everything that the prophets of old said that was correct. Right? God who, who in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, he said, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners, okay, spoke to us by our fathers, right, through the prophets to our fathers, said, but has in these last days, that is, in this day, right, he has now water, said, he has spoken unto us in his son or by his son or through his son, Jesus Christ, whom he has made heir of all things. So, in other words, Jesus said, he said, no man has seen God at any time, okay, except he that proceeded from him. So, Jesus is the one that proceeded from him, and so he's the only one that can give us the authentic uh, uh, description of the nature of God. God is a good God through and through. God is not a death giver. He is a life giver. Men killed Jesus. God raised him up. So Jesus said, I have come. He said, he said, he said that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. John 10, 10. But I have come to do what? That you might have life to the full. So God is a life giver. The devil is uh, the one that had death. But thank God uh, the scene behind the resurrection story is that at the end of the day death, which is the last enemy, is going to be dealt with by God. So we are going to look at that this morning. Praise God. Go a little further. So how did Jesus deal with the devil? The Bible said he took away our sins. Colossians chapter 2. Let's run to Colossians 2. Let's begin from there, from verse 13. Okay? Uh, from verse 13. Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. One, he said, I'm being dead in your sins. He said, you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh has it quickened. What does it mean to quicken? He has to make alive. Okay, he is a life giver. Okay, talking about the Christian, he said he has made him alive together with him, with together with who? With Christ. Right? Having forgiven you all trespasses. So how did he quicken us? Having forgiven us all our trespasses so all it says all 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 means all praise god all what does all mean what does it mean all he said he has forgiven not that he is going to forgive he said he has forgiven us glory to god micah chapter 7 quickly let's run there micah chapter 7 micah chapter 7 micah chapter 7 micah 7 let's see verse 18 Micah, give me Micah 7. Let's see verse 18. Micah 7 and verse 18. Are you there? Let's read together, every one of us. One to go. Who is a God like unto thee? Uh-huh. Come on, talk to me. That does what? That does what? Pardon it. What does it mean to pardon? To forgive. Uh-huh. Okay, read on. And passes by, uh huh, of the remnant of his 
Uh-huh. He retaineth not his anger. Glory to God. He retaineth not his anger forever. So someone say, you see, God is angry. You need to find out what is he angry against? What is he angry at? He doesn't retain his anger forever. God's anger was not against man. God's anger was against sin. Hallelujah. Okay, read on. Want to go? He retaineth not his anger forever. Uh-huh. Why? Because he delights in mercy. Uh-huh. Next verse. He will. Uh-huh. Glory to God. Uh-huh. He will do what? Subdue our iniquities. <laughs> he said he will subdue. Uh-huh. And thou will into who knows how deep this is. He said he will cast it into the depths of the sea. So that is what God does to our sins. And how did he do it? He did it by Jesus taking away John saw him. He said, behold the Lamb of God. That does what? Takes away. Takes away. Psalm 103, quickly. Psalm 103 verse 10. We are talking about Jesus. Through his death. Praise God what he did. So he took away. I said, how did he defeat the devil? How did he destroy him that had the power of death? He took care of sins. He took care of our sins. He said, he took it away. Uh-huh. Let's read. One, two, go. He has not dealt with us after our sins. Someone said, he has not dealt with us after our sins. Hallelujah. Read on. Nor rewarded us. Looks like you are not reading it well. Let's read again. One, two, go. He has not dealt with us after our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Next verse. For as the heaven is high. Micah talked about the depth of the sea, isn't it? Uh-huh. This one is talking about, he said, as the heaven is high, uh-huh, is what? High above the earth. So great is his mercy towards them that fear him. Next verse. As far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed our sins. What did he do for us? He removed it. As far as the east is from the west. Not eastern Nigeria. Okay. Okay. What happens on the east? The sun, what happens to the sun in the east? The sun rises in the east. What does it do in the west? It sets. So the sun sets in the west. The death of Jesus. The sun rises. 
in the east. The resurrection of Jesus. So how far is your sin away from you? It's as far as the death of Jesus is from the resurrection. So the death of Jesus died only once. And his resurrection is forever. That's how far he's removed your sins away from you. Hallelujah. So Jesus, so, so he, he, Jesus dealt with sin. And that way he dealt with death. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I've been forgiven of my sins. He didn't say he will forgive me. Say, cry to God so that God will forgive you. Hallelujah. Before you were born, he forgave you. Before you were born, he took care of our sins forever. Thereby giving us what is called eternal salvation. <laughs> that transcends time. Glory to God. Whose consequences we will still enjoy even after we die and live here. So we're going to talk about death some. Romans chapter 4, quickly. So, we've seen how his death took care of our sins. How it destroyed the devil. He said he has destroyed the devil. He has destroyed the devil. Hebrews chapter 2 that we read. He said, uh, he said, through death, he destroyed him that had the power of death. He didn't say that has. He said he had. So which means that what? He doesn't have again. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. He had. He had. He doesn't have again. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> he doesn't have a gain. Last week, somebody asked a question and talked about, uh, about spiritual husband and wife. You know, and um, I answered that there is nothing like that. Hallelujah. Someone said, no, pastor, no. There's one that comes to me every day. He said, he's my spiritual husband. He said, it does mean, doesn't mean he is. I can go and meet Sister Lizzie now. Sister Lizzie, I am, you are my wife. I'm your husband. Does that make me her husband? That man is I me. <laughs> Pastor, don't go there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. It doesn't mean, see me after the service. Samuel, right? Is that not your name? Is that not your name? What's your name? Taiwo, see me after the service. Praise God. It doesn't make, it doesn't make me her husband. So, that someone appeared to you and even had sex with you in the dream. Haven't you noticed they don't do it physical? Because no spirit being can have sex with a, a spirit with a body. No bodiless spirit. So it is a semblance. It is not it. 
So, do such occurrences happen? Yes. But it doesn't happen to everybody. Only with very few and far in between. Let somebody start telling you the reason why you are not married is because you have a spiritual husband. Therefore, oh yeah, come and go to the sea. Come and go to the land. Come and go to the mountain. Come and go to the... Had a very sad story yesterday of somebody who for over 20 years was under such a bondage even, now, even after she was, a, she was born again. Hallelujah. So what should such... What should... What should if if so, so, someone experiences something like that? Hallelujah. What should the person do? Amen. What should the person do? Obadiah 17. For upon Mount Zion, who glory to God, there shall be deliverance. Actually, what it didn't say there is going to be, it actually means upon Mount Zion are the delivered ones. Because what God does, he does it complete. He said he has, Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us. Come on, give me the amplified version of that scripture. And translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Amplified classic. Amplified classic. Give me the amplified. This is not amplified. Okay, yeah, give me amplified. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Seen it? Anybody seen this? Okay. He has, come on, come on. Read this with me. Read this with me. He has what? And, uh huh. Glory to God. Shouting ground here. He said uh, he has uh, delivered us. He not only delivered us and left us. He said, he has drawn us to himself. He has drawn us to himself. So, I've been drawn to him. Which means I'm no longer there. <laughs> I'm no longer there. I've, yeah, I'm drawn to him. I, he didn't say, I should draw near to God and God will draw near to me. No, 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 no. He said, he has drawn us. He did it. Thank you. Sweetheart, thank you. So, 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 he has drawn us to himself. And, oh, I love this. He has delivered us and drawn us to himself out of the control. Out of what? Tell your neighbor, I'm no longer under the control. And the dominion of darkness. So, if someone who is experiencing someone, something like that, right, what should he do? What he needs to do is get knowledge. Not look for someone to pray for him. Oh God, I need the, the most anointed man of God. The one that can see. Someone came to me and said, he said, I should pray for him. After I finished praying, he said, Pastor, what did you see about me? <laughs> but the Bible says, we have a more sure word of prophecy. You are waiting for me to see something. I have seen something. God, I have seen something that God has said since. He said he has delivered you from the power of darkness. So, when someone asks you, oh, uh, Oga, what did you see about me? Tell him, just open scripture to him, Colossians 1 verse 13. This is what I see. Hey, have you seen those who are behind my problem? Yes, I saw it. 
I saw it. I saw it. And what else did I see? I also saw that you are no longer under their control. So what do you need? What does the person need to know? The person just needs to know that he's no longer under the control. Listen, if you do not take authority over the devil, the devil will still be around. Spirit of talked about a, man, a woman. So one day he was at the train station and a woman wanted to enter, he was at the bus station rather. A woman wanted to enter the bus and his little dog, you know, came and, you know, was following her and was following her and she turned back to say, let's say the name of the dog is Jackie. Jackie, please, go, go back, go back. Jackie was still following, Jackie was still following. Jackie, dear, you know the way we would do it with their dogs. Oh, Jackie, love. You know, oh, go back. Jackie was still following. Jackie, Jackie go up. Go back to the house. You can't follow me. Jackie was, said by the third time. She said, Jackie. Jackie, Jackie just jacked. <laughs> and ran back. And Smith Wigginsworth said, wow, that's the way to deal with the devil. Hallelujah. That's the way to deal with the devil. You shout at him. The Bible says you resist him and he will flee. If you don't resist, he will not flee. Hallelujah. So such a person, you don't need that. Because you're already in Mount Zion, you're already the delivered one. Now the devil is trying to harass you with spirit husband or whatever he calls itself. Ah, so in the name of Jesus. This is what God's word said. This is what God, when the devil came to meet Jesus, what did Jesus say? He said, it is written. And what happened? The devil ran away. Period. So what is, you tell the person, what is your, it is written. What has been written concerning you? The seven sons of Scripture, they came to meet a, a demonized man. He said, we, 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 we cast you out by the name that of, that of Jesus that Paul preaches. The demon said, waiting. Who you be? Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who you be? And seven of them were stripped naked and they ran out. Why? Because they didn't recognize, they, they weren't recognized in the realm of the spirit. The person that got born again today, those of you that got born again last week, huh? see, the devil knows what you carry. It's now left for you to start knowing. That's why you should be in church. Where we'll teach you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the devil knows who. The devil knows those who are carrying eternal life. Those who are carrying the life of God. He sees it. He knows it. So, but if you don't know, you will be like the prisoner that Muhammad Barik has set free, right? But because he does not know, he's still remaining in, in prison. Glory to God. So in case you come against us, you come across people like that, just tell them that's what they should do. They should get to know. And once they know, you do what? You stand your ground and you command the devil. The Bible says in the name of Jesus. He said, anyone that believes, do you believe? Come on, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in the name of Jesus? He said, these signs will follow them that believe. He didn't say these signs will follow apostles. He didn't say these signs will follow pastors. He said, these signs will follow them that believe in my name. In fact, the very first thing he said, they will cast out demons. In my name. That sister said, the day she was, she was sharing the testimony, said, the day she got to know about this, said, she, just, said she had been harassed. 
Oh my God. She said she had, been, she had gone everywhere. She said a man had bathed her in the sea before. And they have bathed her inside a forest before. They, she has gone everywhere, gone to a mountain. They've told her all kinds of for years, over 20 years. She was under this bondage, even though her parents were pastors. <laughs> so it's not about activity, it's not about position, it's about what you know. To the law and the prophets, if they walk not according to this light, I mean, according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. So until she sat down, she, said she began to open scriptures. She began, the Holy Spirit started revealing to her, this is who you are, this is who you are, this is who you are. The day she got that, she got that revelation. She said that night, in the night, around 1 a.m., she just, she just immediately, she began to say those things, say those things, speak the word of God, and then she went back to sleep. She said immediately her head touched her, the pillow. She said her spirit man left her body and went somewhere. And came face to face with that demonic spirit that had been coming to harass her. And that one now told her, oh yeah, lie down there. Lie down there. She said she was about to lie down that something suddenly just jacked her up. <laughs> and uh, her mouth began to open. I said, as she began to open her mouth, she said, it was those same scriptures the word that she had meditated on and confessed, he said they, they started coming out. The, those words started coming out. And as they started coming out, hallelujah, as he started saying them, oh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, she, 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 as they started coming out, it, 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 they were like arrows, as if, as if an arrow was being shot at that demonic spirit. Hit him until that spirit fell for the first time. And that was the last time she had that experience. Are you listening to me? We've got the power in the name of Jesus. We've got the power in the name of the Lord. We've got it in the name of the Lord. Are you listening to me? Colossians 1.13, where we left off. He said, he has drawn us to himself out of the control. Tell two, three people, I'm out of the control. Come on, tell two. I said, tell two, three people, I'm out of the control of the devil. I'm out of his control. I'm out of his dominion. I'm not under his dominion any longer. Glory to God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Amen. Romans chapter 4, verse 20. So, so, talking about the resurrection, Romans chapter 4, verse 20. The Bible talks about Abraham. He said, Abraham did not stagger. Remember, God gave a promise to Abraham. He said, he did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Next verse. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Okay, next verse. Therefore, it was imputed. The word imputed means it's recorded. To record into his account. My brother, what's your name, sir? Austin. You have an account with which bank? I won't mention the name of the bank. Is any... Oh, sorry. <laughs> they ought to have paid me for the advert. You know. Hallelujah. You know. 
Sister Martha is laughing. <laughs> you know, so, 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 so when they put, they record, she works in Zenith. So she now puts in, uh, in your Austin's account, I said, he writes 500,000 naira. That means that it's been what? Recorded or credited or imputed. Right? So when he said, therefore, it was imputed to him, which means it was credited into his account. So what was credited into his account? Righteousness. What is righteousness? That is to be right with God. What does it mean to be right with God? You are right. God says you are right. Ah, what, Pastor, what did I do to be right? He said, he said, you are right. What's your name, sir? Down, see, down, see, you are right. But, Pastor, why, how, why should you say I'm right? Because I said so. What have I done to be right? I said you are right, period. That's what God did. I'm, credited, I'm crediting rightness into Downsy's account. So, when God says that He has credited righteousness with me, it means you are, He says you are right. Come on, look at yourself. Look at yourself. I'm right. I'm just right. Pastor, why should you boast in that? God said so. Nobody me talk. He said, I'm right. Eh, uh, Pastor, I know, I, know, I, I know you. I know you. You can't be right. It's not your opinion that matters. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's not about your opinion. Keep your opinion to your IHMOAB in my humble, that, that's your humble opinion. Keep it to yourself. God's opinion says, I'm right. How did I become right? He credited my account. She can now. Next verse. Uh huh. Verse 23. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. So it was not only because of Abraham alone that God wrote that. Next verse. But for, but for, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed. So, for us, it will be imputed. Right? When will it be imputed? If we believe on him that did what? Raise. Resurrection. That raised Christ. So, anyone that believes on him that raised Christ from the dead, what will be happen to his account? Righteousness will be credited, like 500,000. Credited. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you know, it's even better than being credited. Mm. Let's read on. Next verse. Who was what? Who was delivered for our Give me the living Bible translation. He was delivered up for our offenses. Next, living Bible. Give me living, the new living translation. Give me that. Okay. And he was raised. Glory to God. Look at this. He said, and he was handed over to die because of our sins. And then he was raised to life. To make us. Why the resurrection? 
We are talking about the resurrection. Why the resurrection? Why the resurrection? To make us right with God. So has Jesus resurrected? Has Jesus resurrected? What is the evidence uh, that of our rightness? Uh, his resurrection. If we are sure Jesus Christ resurrected, then we can be that sure that we have been made right with God if we believe on that resurrection. So the day you came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. What are you saying? It's because you have believed in what? That resurrection. And uh, immediately that happens. The Bible says what happens to you? God makes you right. Come on, look at yourself again. Dust, dust, shoulder. Come on. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Not right like in right gala. But right as in right with God. I'm the man. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the devil did not know. Hallelujah. The Bible says, had the princes of this world known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they had known that through death, resurrection will come, and by resurrection, what will happen, we will be made right with God. The devil won't have allowed Jesus to die. But thank God, he didn't know. You do them like this. Hallelujah. So, God did what? He raised men back to life. Let's look at let's look at Acts chapter ten. Mm. Acts chapter ten. Ooh, glory to God! So the resurrection, right, brought justification or made us right with God. So if I can, how do I know I'm right with Him? Jesus resurrected. Jesus rose from the dead. Go to the grave where he laid. He's no longer there. You can't find his bones there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, what's the effect of resurrection? Righteousness. Acts chapter 10, verse 37. Quickly. Acts 10, 37. That word I say to you, which was published without, throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which Paul preached. Uh-huh. What was that word? How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power and went about doing good, healing all those oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Next verse. And we are witnesses. This is Peter speaking to Cornelius, right? The day he went to Cornelius' house to preach the gospel. He said, we are witnesses of these things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew, right? And hanged on the tree. Who slew him? Was it God? No, it was the Jews, okay? Uh-huh. What did God do? Him, God raised up. What does God do? God is a raiser. Hallelujah. God raised up on the third day and showed him openly. Next verse. Not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he arose from the dead. Next verse. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of who? Quick. What is quick? Those who are alive, the living. Okay? That, that's old King James Version. Uh, King James uh, 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 language. 
people who are alive. Okay, so he will be, God ordained Jesus to be the judge of who? Quick or the living and the dead. Uh-huh, next verse. To him, give all the prophets witnesses that through his name, whosoever believes in him shall do what? Receive what? So, verse, the, the, verse 42 tells us that God ordained Jesus to be the judge. So, as the judge, what is his judgment? Hallelujah. The next verse tells us that the prophets have been witnessing it. The prophets have been saying it. The prophets of old have been telling us what the judgment of the son is. When people think judgment, they think about bad things. Yes. Judgment of God has fallen on we are now. Brazil. You know something that happened in Brazil the other day? He said, a particular week, they were all displaying satanism in their whatever. In their, what do you call that, carnival. And they're saying, was it the next day or the next week? Or a few weeks, a few days after? Was it the next day? It was the next day. There was a serious flood that flooded and destroyed this killed so many people. And, so, and hey, Christians rose up. <laughs> God showed them, say, hmm, you can't worship Satan and go scot free. That, 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 that. It was God that brought the flood. God was trying to show them that, yes, that he's the one that lives in the affairs of men. Ah, people died. And you're saying, where is the mercy and the compassion of God? God does not wish that any man should perish. It was not God that brought the flood. No. No. When people think, they say, yes, that was the judgment of God. Now lie. Look at what is the judgment of God. Jesus said that the God, he said the Father judges no man, right? But he has committed all judgments to the Son. I think that should be in John 5.24. He said he has committed all judgment to the Son. And he has said that it is him that God has ordained, right? To do what? To judge the living and the dead. What is the judgment? Whosoever believes on him will receive the remission or the forgiveness of sins. What is the judgment of Jesus? Whosoever believeth in him shall receive forgiveness of sins. So forgiveness of sins is the judgment of Jesus. He said, he said for God did not send into his, his, son, his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He said anyone that believes on him, he is passed from judgment, right, unto life. He said, but anyone that doesn't believe in him, he's already condemned. Why? Because he doesn't believe in the name of the Son of God. So he brought the condemnation to himself. Not that God said that he will, will you were born in 1969, 1st of December. That's my birthday. You, you have been ordained to go to hell. No. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, law of karma. There is law of karma. I know there are some of us that believe in law of karma. 
yes, karma, karma don't catch them. What is the judgment of Jesus? It's not karma. The judgment of Jesus is what? Anyone that believes in him, the remission of sins. So his resurrection is the evidence that remission of sins has been given to man. His resurrection is the evidence that I am justified. His resurrection is the evidence that I am now right before him. His resurrection is the evidence that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Number two, his resurrection is the evidence that I'm no longer under the dominion of darkness. His resurrection is the evidence that I'm no longer under the dominion of darkness. It means the devil can't mess up with my life anyhow. The devil can't do whatever he, feel, feel, he, he pleases. Why? Because I'm not under his control any longer. I now have dominion over him. Do you know what dominion means? Hallelujah. How many of you, you how many of us like last my hair? If you like last man, let me see your hands up. You mean you don't like last man? <laughs> Whether you like last man or not, they've collected money from you before, have <laughs> you? Know, they've collected money from you before. And that was, I said, that would be the last time last man will ever collect money from me. That was many years ago. 15,000 that I didn't have. Especially when you don't have it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. When, they are, when you are on the road, whether you like Lasma, you don't like Lasma, you like his uniform, you don't like his uniform, you like his face, you don't like his face. Once he says, he has dominion over you there. He's the one dominating that environment as far as traffic is concerned. You do his beatings. You know, sometimes, when, have, have you been driving and saying, let us pass now. Let us pass now. Let us go now. If I, you'll be on the bam, 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 bam. Let us go. Ah, you, you, aren't you considerate? You have stopped us for three minutes. You are still telling us to wait. Mm. Until he says, go. If you go before he goes and he catches you, you are going to face the wrath of the law. That's dominion. So when the Bible says you are no longer under the dominion of darkness, it means that satanic lasma cannot harass you again. He can't tell you to stop and you stop. So why? Because he no longer has jurisdiction over your life. If any man be in Christ, he's a new person. All things are passed away. All things have become new. He said, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you. So you are no longer under the dominion ju jurisdiction. The devil has no jurisdiction within your arena. Any longer. You don't have anything that belongs to him. Are you listening to me? Your life doesn't belong to him. 
Someone say, ah, you know all those, all these things. They, they are from the kingdom of darkness. So, 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 so the, the devil. You have the devil's property. It's not the devil's property. It's my wife's property. <laughs> are you listening to me? Glory to God. Glory to God. So you can run him out. You can cast him out. He said, him do what? Resist steadfast in your faith. Resurrection brought that. Now let me close with this. How did, how, how, how did resurrection bring that? See, when Romans chapter 6, quickly. Romans 6, Romans 6. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Let's read from verse 4. Romans 6, verse 4. Praise God, and I'll tie this down. Praise God. I've not even gotten to half of what I want to share today, but let's, let's stay there. He said, number one, let's read together. One, two, go. Therefore. Somebody say, therefore. Yeah. Let's read verse three so that we'll know what the therefore is there for. <sighs> Hallelujah. Uh, you mean I just spoke something, eh? Realm of the students. <laughs> know ye not. Let's read together. One, two, go. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized as were baptized Jesus? Uh huh. Were baptized what? Uh huh. Therefore, we are buried. Stop there. So we were baptized. What does it mean to be baptized? It means to baptize. You know when they baptize, it's not it's not in the sprinkling, sprinkling down. That one is just sprinkled water. But baptized in the Bible, they usually do what? Immerse. So, instead of using the word baptize, use the word immerse. Okay? Let's read it again. One to go. Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. Verse 3. Give us verse 3. One to go. Know you not that so many of us as were immersed into Jesus Christ were immersed into his death. What does that mean? It means that we were identified with the death of Jesus. So, when Jesus died, you died. So, therefore, next verse. Therefore, uh-huh. See, if you died, what happened to Jesus after he died? Jesus was buried. Therefore, we are what? Buried with him by immersion or identification into death. Uh-huh. That like as Christ was, uh-huh, as, as Christ was what? Raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we are raised up. When Jesus was raised, he came into newness of life, isn't it? So, coming into newness of life means being raised up. So, just as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of that life of resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if he died, you died. If he, if he was buried, you were, you were buried. If you, he was raised from the dead, you have been raised into a newness of life. So you are a new person entirely. Pastor, I know, the, I know where they bombed me from. I'm from, uh, what's my village name? Uh, What's my village name? I remember. I'm just trying to... Uh, it's Oginibo. <laughs> it may not be on your Google map, but... Uh, I, uh, that's where I come from. Hallelujah. 
So, Pastor, I know where I come from. I'm from Oginibo. Now you know the name of my village. Hallelujah. I said, no. The one that was from Oginibo died when Jesus died. The one that is now is is from heaven. I am a citizen of heaven. So that Nigeria will not expel me. That's the reason why I say right, Oginibo, Nigeria. But I, my primary citizenship is of heaven. Where Christ is seated. And I'm seated with him. Woe betide the demon that tries to come there. He's finished. Poverty is finished. That I will not succeed, that I will not, that I will not prosper in this world is impossible. Are you listening to me? That's the attitude you need to start having. That, that I will not do well in this life. It is impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. That I will not be a blessing in this world is impossible. Because where I am seated, Pastor, I know where you are seated. You are seated in number two, Akinwome. Jesus said that we don't judge according to what we, are, what we see. We don't judge by appearance. You know, the more you look, the less you see. Hallelujah. We judge by the Spirit. I am not just an ordinary person. I'm a resurrected man. I resurrected with Christ. So let's close with this. Romans chapter 3. Colossians 3. Verse 1. If ye then be seated with Christ. Ask your neighbor, where are you seated? If you then be risen, rather, if you then be risen, are you risen with him? Are you risen with him? Are you risen with him? We are talking about resurrection behind the scenes. Jesus was the one that they saw resurrected, but we all resurrected with him. He said, seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated. On the right hand of God. Uh-huh. Next verse. Set your affection on the things where Christ is seated. In other words, focus your attention. What does it mean to set affection? Hallelujah. To set your affection. Even, even though Tolu, Tolu is not here, Larry's affection is towards him. Is your affection not towards him? Ah, confess. Hallelujah. He's in Canada, but affection is towards him. I will lift up my eyes. From there, I come at my affection. So, the Bible says that, set your affection. So, if one brother comes to Midland and I say, I say, 
C'est motivé. I don't get cover. So when sickness comes to meet you, tell him. When poverty comes to meet you, hallelujah. When the devil comes to harass you, come on, you tell him, come on. I don't get cover. I set my eyes, my focus on the things about. I set my love, affection. You know, affection is an emotional thing. That, that means that you should get emotional about what God has come for you. If you get emotional about the result of resurrection, you say no. You say you, you are so emotional, you don't accept any other thing outside of it. You don't settle. You don't manage. How you there? They manage. Don't manage. Set your affection. Set your gaze. Give me the living, new living translation of this verse 2. Set your affection. Set your mind on what is above. Hallelujah. Not on things where on earth. What are the things on the earth? He's not talking about chair, table, bands. How many of you like bands? Praise God. Do you like Mercedes Benz? Would you like to own one? It's good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I've noticed that nobody likes, nobody dislikes bad, good things. Amen. So, praise God. Now, I'm not, make, I'm not trying to make you to be covetous, but it's good. If you have a, you know, there are cars and there are cars. There is car, there is motor. Hallelujah. I have driven motor before. And I've seen that car is better than motor. But, you know, when I was driving motor, I was still thanking God on the way to when I'm going to drive my car. Hallelujah. I don't envy anyone. Praise God. So I drove my motor with a lot of faith and confidence and joy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. But there's a difference between the two of them. Amen. He said, let heaven fill your thoughts. Don't think only about the things that are down here. Let heaven fill your thoughts. The things, your resurrection life, let it fill your thoughts. Praise God. Sister Shade was describing turbulence the other day. I remember one I was in. When everybody was shouting Jesus, Jesus, shouting all their gods, I was really calm. God is my witness. I was calm. Of course, I couldn't sleep because of the turbulence. But I was calm. If it was Jesus, Jesus would have slept. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm growing up to be like him. So one day I'll come and share a testimony. During turbulence, I was sleeping. That's the ultimate. Praise God. I wasn't afraid I was going to die of uh, aircraft uh, accident. No, it's not possible. I can't die of aircraft accident. Praise God. So, are you sure? My thoughts are filled with heaven's thoughts. Fill your thoughts with heaven. Hallelujah. And you know what's going to happen? What you think, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. That is what is going to happen. Because that is who God has made you. Someone asked me, Pastor, how do I move from poverty to wealth? I said, stop thinking like a poor person. The more you think like a poor person, so poor people have a way they think. 
So find out, am I thinking like a poor person? If you continue to think like a poor person, no matter what, you can never be a, you can never be a wealthy person financially. So start thinking. So what uh, that guy, that guy, that guy, what's the name of that guy? That guy, uh, Bassi, Bassi and Company. What Bassi said, it was scripture he was saying. He said, if you want to be a millionaire, think like a millionaire. If you want to live like a resurrected man, think like a resurrected man. Stand to your feet, everybody. Glory to your name. Father, we praise you. Thank you for your word this morning. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. First of all, lift up your hands and thank him for who has made you. By his resurrection, your sins have been taken away. By his resurrection, you have been delivered from the power of darkness. You have not been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Oh, by his resurrection, you can be free from every demonic harassment. Because uh, as he is, so are you in this world. He said, you Christ is seated in the heavens. That is where you are seated. You are seated in him. You are in him. You died with him. So the consequences of his death, which was the taking away of your sins, uh, has been done. Oh, you are buried with him. He says you are now made alive, resurrected with him. So there is what is called resurrection life. Thank him for resurrection life. It's a life of dominion. It's a life of control. It's a life of dominion. It's a life of dominion. It's a life of authority. It's a life of oneness with God. He said that is where he sits. Set your affection. Oh, you have been thinking about the things anything that will make you not to think about the, the have, not to put your thoughts in the heavens where you are seated that is what is called the earth so don't set your mind on the things that are on the earth thank him thank him acknowledge who you are acknowledge what he has made you in Christ Jesus acknowledge it say Lord I give you praise I give you glory thank you father oh because you've made me your own you've made me your son oh thank you father in the name of Jesus I acknowledge oh that I walk in the newness of life I acknowledge that I have been made right with you I acknowledge oh there is no there is no barrier between you and, and between you and I I am a new creation. That's who I am. Thank you, Father, for making me so. Thank you, Father, for taking away my sins. Thank you, Father, oh, for declaring me righteous. You are not condemning me. Thank you, Father. I am now one with you. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with him. That's who I am. Hallelujah. And then number two, I want you to begin to speak to whatever kind of harassment, hallelujah, that you may be experiencing in your life right now, whatever it is. Some people, there's someone here, I just saw it in my spirit, there's someone here who is fighting bouts of depression for whatever reason. 
you are fighting bouts of depression. Listen to me. It's time for you to set your mind on the things above. Not on the things that are on the earth. De depression is on the earth. Someone says, it's in my mind. No, it's of the earth. It is earthly. He says that he that is of the earth is earthy. He said he that is from heaven is above all. He said you are above that depression. I want to begin to speak to it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, I set myself free from depression. In the name of Jesus, you foul spirit of depression, I cast you out. Oh, psychologists may say, oh, is this the reason? That's the reason. No, it's of the devil. So resist it. The Bible says him resist steadfast in your faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God says, oh, I've been trying this. I've been trying that. Oh, nothing is working in my life. Come on, it's time for you to start addressing it. In the name of Jesus. Things are working well for me. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. I, I, I speak against ill, Ill will concerning me. But the Bible says, whatever I lay my hands to do, I prosper. Oh, he said, it causes doors to open for me. So doors are opening for me. In the name of Jesus. I am flourishing. He said the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. So why will the believer say nothing is working for me? It's an aberration. It's an abnormality. I want you to begin to speak to it this morning. In the name of Jesus, I flourish. I flourish in the land. I flourish in the land. I flourish in the land. Come on, think heavenly thoughts. That sickness in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, you command it out of your body. I resist you. I cast you out of my body. My body is normal. High blood pressure, I speak to you. My body, you are normal. In the name of Jesus. My body, you are normal. In the name of Jesus. My blood pressure comes down. In the name of Jesus. Body, you, 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 you obey me. In the name of Jesus. High blood sugar, come down. In the name of Jesus, high blood pressure, you come down. In the name of Jesus, incessant migraine headaches. In the name of Jesus, I cast you out of my body. Oh, in the name of Jesus, come on, exercise control. Exercise your dominion. If you are waiting for declaration, that's what I'm doing right now. You declare with your mouth. You are the prophet of your life. You will have whatsoever you say. Thinking heaven's thoughts. Think heaven's thoughts. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Don't manage sickness. Don't manage the devil's harassment. Over your family. Cast him out. Cast him out. Since the beginning of this year, you have not had any business. No, no good business has come to your to, to come to your table. I'm going to begin to speak to it. Call them forth. Call them out. In the name of Jesus. The righteous shall be like the palm tree. Bible says that whatever I lay my hands to do, I will prosper. He said, in all my labors, there is profit. I do not labor in vain. So in the name of Jesus, I call forth profitable labors. Profitable labors. Profitable labors. They come to my table. 
Oh, doors are opening for me. Uh, the day, the gates of 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 uh, 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 the gates of brass, uh, they are they are broken. Uh, in the name of Jesus, the bars of iron are torn asunder concerning me. I am fruitful in this land. I am enjoying supernatural harvest. It's my year of the supernatural. You insist. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. Don't whine. Command. Don't whine. Don't complain. Command. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Take up your place. Enjoy resurrection life. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead it lives in you. This is the life I've been called to live. The devil is harassing your marriage. Come on. Cast him out in the name of Jesus. The love of God rules in my home. In the name of Jesus. Barrenness cast out in the name of Jesus. You are being harassed in your office. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Speak to that devil behind that harassment. Satan, in the name of Jesus, I command you to stop in your manipulations of men against me. Come on, go ahead and do it. Do it. Do it. You are a new creation. You are a brand new man. You are the, you are the resurrected man. Jesus could not be dominated by anything. Even physical elements could not stop Jesus. The resurrected body of Jesus, he went through doors. He went through walls. He couldn't be stopped. You cannot be stopped. You cannot be stopped. Your promotion cannot be stopped. Oh, glory to God. You cannot be stopped. Friends, you cannot be stopped. You cannot. I feel we still need to speak more. One more minute. One more minute. One more minute. Forget about the person next to you. Whether they are hearing what you are saying or not. It's about your life. 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 Something has whispered into your ears. Oh, that you are going to find marriage difficult. I'm going to begin to resist it. In the name of Jesus, I enjoy fruitfulness in marriage. Whether you are married or not. Yeah. 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 I don't settle for less. 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 I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. God said I will bless you and you'll be a blessing. I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser of men on this earth. Through me, many are going to rise up. You are here right now. You are looking for help everywhere. Oh, come on. Begin to say to yourself, I'm a helper of many. I'm a helper of many. I'm a lifter up of men. I'm a lifter of men. Stop praying, God send me destiny helpers. You are a destiny helper. Begin to say concerning yourself, I'm a destiny helper. I'm a helper of men. I'm not looking for men everywhere to help me.
The Bible says that it is a, it is, it, it, it's a misnomer. It's abnormal for kings, for princes to be walking on the road and servants are riding on horses. You are not a servant. Jesus said, you are no longer my servants. I have called you my friends. So I'm a helper of many. I am helping men. I am lifting men up. I'm not a beggar. You may be begging today, but begin to look heavenwards. Think heaven's thoughts. Heaven says, uh, oh, that you are seated far above all principality and power, might and dominion. Oh, I'm looking for someone to help me. I'm looking for someone to help me. I'm looking for someone to help me. God is saying, you are a helper of man. Begin to say it. One day, oh, very soon, oh, I'm going to pay someone's school fees. Very soon, I'm going to pay for somebody's house rent. Very soon, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, very soon, I'm going to send somebody abroad. Someone, oh, very soon, I'm going to pay for the for 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 tickets. For someone's airfare tickets, no matter the costs. I'm going to help men. That's what he has called you to. That's what he has called you to. Can I hear you saying it? Can I hear you saying it? Don't just whisper it. Say it. You will have what you say. God has not called us to live a beggarly life. He has called us to be in charge. To be in dominion. He has called us the light of the world. You are 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 finding it difficult to eat three square meals a day today. Come on, you are going to say to yourself, in the name of Jesus, I will feed many. Irrespective of your age, I will feed men. In this earth, I will feed men. Men shall come to the brightness of my rising. I'm giving you a new vision this morning. Resurrection life is giving you a new vision this morning. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for these truths. May we be established in these truths. And in all righteousness. In Jesus name. Are you glad you had the word this morning? Are you glad you had the word this morning? Why don't you celebrate the Lord Jesus after you take your seats? Thank you Lord. Praise God.